1: And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley.
2: Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the health begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today with me, my friends, on Tell Del Tuesday, I've got a wonderful couple that I've known for quite a few years now. In fact, uh, just so that you'll know with full disclosure, uh, the gentleman was uh, my best man at my wedding, and the lady is one I call my sister. So further than that, let's just go ahead and introduce Frank. I can never pronounce your name, nor Madeline. Why did you guys put the hardest (laughs) names in the book to pronounce? Mozzarella, mozzarella, how do you pronounce it, Frank?
3: Hey, as long as you remember
2: us, that's all that matters. Uh, Mine's is I.e.: I-E-L-O. Mascariello in Prejean. <laughs> yep. You guys were named in hell. That's all I can say. But let's move on to the positive part of this conversation here. So, guys, uh, wonderful success since you've come to Lifestyles. You've had a wonderful life before that. I want to point that out. A lot of people come to Lifestyles and they've come here because their life has just been miserable you guys came your life was not miserable your life was wonderful before it just got more wonderful after and uh you, you've got that kind of family that i like to introduce to america like if there was a dream american family it would have to be you guys maybe uh the boriacs i mean there's only a few people i look to and i go boy that's. That's the way I want to grow up someday. I'd like to, when I grow up, I want to be like that family right there. <laughs> so it, it's one of these things, guys. Uh, I don't want you to overlook how great a group of people these are and at the same time not overlook the fact that they've got 12,000 units uh, between them or together or how you want to look at it. I don't even know if you guys separate them. I don't think you do. You're married, but you got kids. The kids all have real estate. Uh, so they've not only uh, brought their, their own financial uh, well-being tied very tightly to real estate now, but they've also you know, motivated their children to get involved into the program also. So it's a giant story we need to tell here today. Um, let's start since a lot of people have never met you yet before. A lot of people know exactly who you are. But for those who've never met you, just a quick introduction of who you were before you came here and how you find lives, found lifestyles and why you were even looking considering you were so financially successful already
0: so when we joined uh when we were first looking frank came home one day and said hey i heard this guy on the radio and talked about real estate let's go to his course and i'm like not another course no we can't go to something another kind of event that is going to require us to give money because we had been to annuity events and everything so he said look i'm not going unless you come and so I went and we sat through the two days with you Dell and I sat with my arms crossed for the first part of the half of the first day and I have a notebook which has no notes at all for the first half and by the time we got to the second half of the day I said well this this uh, we can do this this single family bit it it, it was a relief not to have be tied to the stock market anymore the ups and downs of stocks because we were invested in 401ks, IRAs, the stock market, annuities, and it almost seemed like a relief that we had found something else that we could do. And then when we went to the second day and they talked about multifamily, I said, this is exactly what we're going to do. Do we write a check or do we pay with a credit card? Because we're all in. And we proceeded to start investing in multifamily.
3: So when you came in, I came home and I told her, just give me two days because I'm not going. I said, I promise you, give me two days, and I'll never ask you to do another thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sold your soul, huh? All right. (laughs) Never again. So, guys, you came in, and for those that don't know you, and hopefully we'll get to know you here, is that you you had a successful business before you came in, and Madeline had a very successful career, uh, and both of you did very, very well. So together as a family, you did very well. Um, why did you guys come in, Frank, What, what, or Madeline, whichever one picked that up, what, with all the success you've had financially, Frank, even owning your own business, what drove you to want to look at something different?
3: No, you're right, Del. I, I think we've been truly blessed. We've been really successful. We did really well. Uh, I think so. Living a pretty good life. Um, being able to give things to the kids that I, that we grew up not having. So it's been good. But what, what really changed my mind was I was at my financial advisor working up the, you know, the big plan you know the, the one-inch thick booklet with what's going to take me to retirement, and he got to that number at the end, and I said, "Man, that's not gonna that's not gonna work for me." You know, we're living a better life right now than you're telling me I'm going to have when I'm seventy-two years old, if I can choke that down. And uh, I walked away kind of disappointed. And of course, i was listening to you on the radio, and I thought, I said, "No, I've got to go. I've got to do something different. I've got to I've got to make this happen." So that's why I came back and asked Madeline to join me at uh, the lifestyle event. And the, and the rest is history. I just could not take the, the final number after working, like, 50 years maybe, and uh, retiring on a number less than I, what I was working, working to have right now. So it, that, that was the changing point right there.
2: So 2015, you got into lifestyles. And I'm going to ask you a question. It's really, that's five, seven years ago, long time ago. Uh, do you even remember the two day anymore? And if so, what was the aha moment that really struck you that said, "Boy, that's it. That's what we needed. We hadn't figured out yet.
3: Well, to me it was the refi- to me it was the refinancing. When I heard people had put an investment, uh, made an investment, and then somewhere down the line, they could re uh, refinance that investment, take money out, take that money they just got out, reinvest it, but still have one hundred percent of the money in the in the uh, asset. I thought, man, that's a game changer. Now you've got two things working. You I know, mean, you got that hundred thousand dollars working. Now you have 150000 dollars working for the same same dollar amount. It was amazing. And then, of course, there's depreciation against those assets against income, so your taxes were reduced. And then, listening to some of the people in the show uh, that were at the at the presentation, uh, regular people like us saying. And this this is a game changer. And I I believed it. And and Madeline, what do you think?
0: I like forced appreciation. I believe, you know, when I saw that you could buy a blue box, pump money into it in renovation, and turn it into a green box and sell it for a profit, I was all in.
2: I'm going to ask some quick questions, Madeline or Frank, whoever wants to answer. I just want just straight answers, and we're going to get, I'm going to make a point with these answers. Number one, what did the total apartment cost, the total thing?
0: Uh, around nine million dollars.
2: Mm-hmm. Nine million dollar purchase, and uh, you had to put how much down to buy that?
0: One point eight million. One
2: point eight million down, and uh, when you sold it, what was your profit on the back end? Total sales price.
0: Oh, it was seventy-five a door. It was over. I'm not sure how exactly what the number is, but I do know once we returned our original investment, we made two point five million.
2: All right. So quickly we forget these numbers, don't we? Two point yes, five million is the profit on a one point eight million dollar investment. Now I just want people out there that happen to be in the financial situation that you guys were coming to lifestyles and understand this. You can take a hundred thousand dollars and a hundred forty one percent return means you make hundred and forty one thousand dollars on it. But you can take a million eight and a hundred forty one percent means you get your million eight back. And then you make another 2.5 million dollars on top of that. Now, I don't know what anybody says, but you know, Frank, you work a long time to save up 1.8 million dollars, but to go ahead in three years and make it 2.5 million more, which people got to understand. We're not saying you have 2.5 now. We're saying you had 1.8 plus 2.5, which is 4.3. That seems like a very rapid increase in net worth to me. What do you say about that, Frank?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It was it was astounding. Uh, we we knew, we thought we could do that when we went to the two day course that you were teaching and talked to some other people, but to actually do it was mind blowing. When you get it, you know, receive a check uh, after getting 1.8 million back, get another check for you know, two point four, 2500000 dollars, basically, and you take all of that four point three point four point four million and reinvest it into real estate which we've done, uh, and then double that again in uh, the next four years, uh, three or four years, is it, just astounding. It's, it's, It just could not be done in the stock market. At least I couldn't do it in the stock market. I've been trying it for 40 years. So, you know, like I was telling uh, uh, earlier, that what what I had earned, what me and Madeline had earned and put together over 35, 40 years, we were able to double that number in the next five years or six years um, and then network grow by three times that much. So it's been really, really a great trip.
2: So as you came out of that end of that situation, Madeline, you'd already started passively investing and you took it on like a fervor. What was it about passively investing that attracted you so much?
0: Well, initially, we looked at it as we knew we were going to have some gains when we sold the property. So we needed some depreciation losses to counteract the capital gains that we were going to have. So we just went at it like a fever. We went to all the markets that had lifestyle leads in them, Georgia, Arizona, all of the Texas markets and uh, offices. And we met leads, and we knew we wanted to create relationships and get into deals. And so that's what we did. We invested in probably 30 deals each year. And so when it came time to realize our capital gains and recaptured depreciation, when we sold our property, before we joined Lifestyles, our effective tax rate, meaning how much we paid in taxes, was about 25% every year. The year that we sold and made such huge profits, our effective tax rate was 12% based upon all the losses we got on the passive deals that we invested in
2: so the people understand out there that don't understand taxation is that these are paper losses folks these are losses mm-hmm. from depreciation that really there's no loss you're just able to depreciate something and take that as that paper loss as a loss on your tax return as a you know a tax loss so the bottom line is is that you made all that money and you didn't have to pay taxes on very much of it as you got into this passive investing, uh, you know, you you attacked it with a fervor. You seem to have put together some type of a system for doing that. You want to share your system with people?
0: Sure. When we look at how to invest in a deal, we look at it as three prongs. So when we're looking at deals, we're looking at the lead, the deal, and the market. And in some of the courses that we have that Curtis teaches, He talks about tailwinds in your deal. And we just want to make sure that when we're investing in a deal that there are tailwinds in our deal. So we look at the leads resume. We look at the deal numbers and the returns to see if they meet our benchmarks. And then we look at the market and make sure the market is growing with population growth, income growth, those sort of things. And if all of those things align, we invest in a deal. And we're in about 111 deals right now. Or we've been involved in 111 deals. About 30 of them have sold.
2: Wow, that's a lot of deals. Uh, cash flow. Do you guys? I know that these things. They get some. They don't have cash flow to start with. Then they get some cash flow. Then the cash flow increases. Then you refi. You take out a lump of some money, and then you mm-hmm. your cash flow goes down. So cash flow is really not a very fair determinant of how much you're making off of a multifamily passive deal. I understand that. But do mm-hmm. you guys pull up enough passive out of all those deals to enjoy life?
0: We did. We far exceeded. We tripled our uh, our passive income has tripled what our W two income was, and it's so astounding because even Frank doesn't believe it. There are times when Frank goes, "No, that's not possible," and I'll have to break out a spreadsheet that I have to show him that is exactly the money that we're making on our passive investments. And yes, I mean our investments double every 4.2, 4.6 years, sorry. Every 4.6 years.
2: Wow. It's really hard to believe. You've just hearing you guys tell the story, you know, even though I teach it, it's just hard even every time you hear it again, Mm -hmm. believe that it's
0: It is hard to wrap your head around it.
2: As it is. Um, So you got great, I just can't even wrap my arms around. You You have three times as much cash flow as you did when you had, can you imagine not getting up to going to work and having three times more income, I mean, I'm, I'm living that world. I understand it. But for the average person out there to not work and make three times more money than you made when you work, you just got to boggle your mind. That's just one of those things that's hard to really and wrap your arms around.
3: It's really hard to actually live it because you, 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 you get up or you think the night before, and I'm sure you've done this when you're working, you get up the night the night before you go to sleep. you think of all the things you have to do the next day and when it has to start, and I better get up earlier and have to work a little bit later and have to do this on the weekend. Now you don't you don't think about those things. You just don't you don't worry about tomorrow. <laughs> you no, know, nope, we to don't think about
2: that. those things. We do think about a break, and we're going to have to take one right now. We'll be right back with Frank and Madeline, the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
1: the roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wonsley Radio Show returns in moments.
2: There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're gonna run into somebody that's gonna tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is gonna tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other, that this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win.
0: Don't believe the dream killers. Start winning today with the Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
1: you're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Del Wamsley.
2: Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Frank Mascarella and Madeline Prigion. And uh, they're out of Houston. They've got 12,000 units, uh, give or take a few, that get sold and purchased each month as they move along through their portfolio. In the first segment, we talked about the fact that they made $2.5 million capital gain on the first deal that they did. Uh, in the second segment, we talked about the fact that they tripled the amount of income they earned uh, passively as what they earned as W-2 income when they had their jobs. And uh, we didn't get the time to go into the fact that they both quit their job. Uh, let's pick that up quick there. Um, Frank and Mad, when did you guys each quit your job, and what did it take for you mentally to do that?
0: So I quit and when we sold our property in 2018. I retired that summer. Uh, and then I proceeded to create spreadsheets because that's what retired people do that have investments. And then <laughs> I <laughs> and then I got bored. I had created every spreadsheet. Frank is still working because he likes to work. So the beauty of uh, retiring on passive income is you get to do what you like to do, not what you have to do. And so Frank is still working right now because he likes to do it. And I am working as the National Passive Mentor for Lifestyles and Giving Back, to our membership and uh, giving them advice and and guidance and helping them navigate the investment arena with lifestyles.
2: Well, we're going to set that aside for a second because that's what I'm going to pick up in the fourth segment here. Uh, What I'd like to go to now, the natural progression from, okay, does it work? We talked about that. You didn't know. Now you know. Secondly, uh, massive capital gains and go and create enough wealth that you feel safe to go ahead and retire. Replace your income so that if you don't want to work, you don't have to because you're making three times more, uh, which is embarrassing your husband's who's still working for a paltry fee, whatever that is. (laughs) Uh, Just an insult there to injury, right? Add insult to injury. Uh, and now let's go into to the next natural progression for real estate investors, the people around you. And we won't talk about your giving back yet. Let's just talk about your family. Uh, we've got in this situation one, two, three, four, five kids that have all done real estate uh, and in various different ways. How did you get them into it? How much, you know, was it introduction? How much was... Motivation, how much was inspiration where you just said, hey, here it is. Go get it if you want it. Sure. Just all the people out in the world that, that want their kids to not have purple hair. I remember one of your kids had long hair down to his shoulders. He cut that. <laughs> you, you don't want your kids to be doing drugs, right? And that goes through everybody's family and then luckily goes away at some point. You know, and you have all these things you're hoping your kids don't turn out to be these degenerates of society. And none of yours did, and they all ended up on the straight and narrow. But beyond that, you got them to think about retirement at a very early age for all of them. Share with us your secret.
0: So I think it was interesting because when we joined Lifestyles, we watched, of course, all the education. And it was it's hours of education. And so every time our kids would walk past the television, we were streaming it on the TV, They would say, y'all are listening to those courses again? And we would say, yes, this is what studying looks like. Y'all should learn this. (laughs) And they were in high school at the time. And so what Lifestyles did was it allowed them to see the results of investing in real estate. And so each one of them has now turned to one of them uh, graduated in real estate finance and has syndicated his first deal in Lifestyles. He's 23 years old. The second one is graduating in Construction Science this December and will be looking for his deal next year. And then our two daughters are both passive investors. They own single family and they're IROs. So they own their own small units. And so it has allowed them to see the results of and the fruition of investing in real estate. And we're so thankful that Lifestyles allowed that. Because, you know, kids grow up and they don't know what they want to do when they get out of college. Most of the time, you wind up working in a job that you don't even study is not your major when you're in college. Luckily, our boys were able to see real estate up close and personal and then major in something that would support real estate finance and construction science.
2: Now, Frank, uh, when, when these kids started getting interested, I noticed that the two younger boys got interested first, it appeared, or it seems that way, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe one of the two girls did join up with you right at the beginning, but uh, they really dug in quicker. But the girls, you know, you've raised them now. They're 40 years you've had them, those daughters, 42, whatever they are. They, they both have families. They both have jobs, good jobs. Um, they're just taking it in a different route because they got so many more commitments. How do you see that?
3: Yeah, I think uh, I, I, that's right, Del. The, uh, the girls got involved in it. Uh, we, we suggested and we helped them get into lifestyles with the, uh, uh, because we were doing it. And one of the things that really happened, which happens to a lot of people in Houston, uh, one, one of the husbands was in the oil business, uh, working for an oil company and he lost his job. They, they downsized. And, um, and she, she really got interested in the whole thing, hey, this can happen again and again if he stays in this industry. So, we need to, we need to do something else. And that's what she did. She pulled the trigger on you know, making passive investments and buying single-family houses. And, and they're continuing to do that. Um, and the same thing with the another daughter, other daughter, uh, this, uh, got married to a guy who's, who's actually in the construction business, and that she started making passive investments and buying single-family houses. And uh, luckily for them, you know, he can uh, rehab the houses and stuff like that. So it's been a good fit all the way around. And it's something we all all can talk about at dinner and, and going out socially. We can talk about real estate. We all have a lot in common. It holds the company, holds the family together like a good company does. So uh, we talk to them about this all the time, and uh, they're taking it to heart and, and, and working it.
2: They've got four children all in real estate investing right now in different various types and continuing to grow those investments for all four families that they've passed it along to. And, uh, that brings us now to the, the next natural step, which is the give back, pay it forward, however you want to put it type of step where they've, they've done it for themselves. Now, Madeline and Frank, I, I always love to tell this story. Uh, to people because people always tell me, everybody I've ever met, I want to help my kids. I want to help other people. And there's are people sending me emails that can't even pay their own bills. I don't know what it is about people, but it's a natural instinct to want to be so well off that you've got enough to give it away. And I don't think you really are well off until you have enough to give it away. But people want to do that before they're even taking care of their own financial situation. They want to be giving back. Uh, And I've always had the analogy if you go to church and you're sitting there starving and they want you to give them ten bucks in the plate. I say you should be taking the ten bucks out or another way, which is my favorite story, is if you're in an airplane, it's going to crash and the air. The oxygen mass drops. The order is put it on yourself first before you attempt to help your children. Uh, you've got all of it. You did put it on yourself first. You led by example. You then got your children's mask on. And now you're sitting there, Madeline. You've got all the spreadsheets in the world on 100 different deals. You have nothing more to do in life. And you're itching to do something. So you're bugging the heck out of my people. Is there anything I could do? Anything I can do? Anything I could do? And um, I came up for, with something for you to do when I realized that my staff was getting way too busy with the majority of the members becoming passive investors instead of being lead investors and or independent owners, uh, there was this massive following for these passive investors that I needed someone that was good at it. And I figured uh, your personal skill sets matched that perfectly, along with the fact you had 12,000 units and you were very organized, you could handle the volume of people. Uh, It was a natural fit. So, we put Madeline in as the passive investor mentor. So, Madeline, let's talk about this for a second. Why did you want to do this?
0: Well, because lifestyles had given us so much. You know, it had provided a journey, a path for my children's success. It had changed our life. It had changed our financial future. And why not? I was I love talking to different people. We would go, Frank and I would go to different markets and on our own and just meet leads, meet passive, talk to them. We were constantly talking. Anyway, and when you and Lynn uh, called and asked me if I would be the passive mentor, it took me three seconds to say yes because I love helping people and I love teaching people, and it was a perfect fit for me. I, I enjoy every single day.
2: The phone calls generally are formatted. The people you talk to, whether you meet them in person over the phone or in a Zoom meeting or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they fall into two, maybe three categories in I'm, I'm going to give them to you, and I want you to tell me how you deal with them. Um, mm-hmm. The three categories in my mind are the person that's scared to death, skeptic, afraid this thing is going to destroy them, right? It's just terrible. This what can I? And I don't really believe, and I'm a super skeptic. I don't know where to go from there. The second type is the, the really the very fearful person, the one I call the wallflower. They've never done anything exceptional in their life, and they just don't see how they can step into something like this and do it. It just seems way outside of their expertise or their even their abilities. And the last type is that know-it-all person, that guy that calls you up. And it's almost always a guy, but it's that guy that calls you up and says, tells you everything he knows about what he knows nothing about just so you know that he knows something. And most of the time, it's Mm -hmm. all wrong. So, Madeline, why don't you pick that up, and I don't care which one you start with, share with us how you deal with each of those three personalities because that's what you're running into every day.
0: Correct. So I think when I take the phone calls from people and we block off 30-minute sessions to talk, The background of them all is scared they're scared of making a decision they're scared they're going to make the wrong decision they're scared how are they going to connect with leads uh, around the country how are they going to make this work and and we just really bring it down to very simple terms we talk about what their bucket of money is because every single person has a different bucket of money and we kind of go through the process of what it would look like and then I give real world examples of how it has worked. And so we really just talk through their fear and talk through what their skepticism is and by by the end of the conversation we have a game plan for them. And so they're they can re- There's so many times when I'm speaking to people, you can just hear the fear in their voices that they have they made the right decision. They just want to know that real people have done it. I encourage them to go to meetings, to go on the Zoom meetings and meet passive investors that have done it. Ask questions. Um, communicate with them ask about different markets and leads with passives and let passives tell you their story you'll hear leads up there telling you their story but passives are have valuable information and, and stories that resonate with other passive investors so it's just it's just calming them down and understanding that there is a method to the madness and to just take one step at a time and make the best decision that they can
2: Mad, Frank, I appreciate you coming on today and for all the help you give the members. I really appreciate that also. Uh, Keep it up and get those kids going. And for the rest of you out there, keep this in mind. These guys aren't doing it for some money. I'm not doing it for some money. We're doing it for this incredible lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh...